This is the 217 Recovery Podcast with Corey Winfield. Hey, I was thinking about you today. I heard your song on the radio. And then I got on Facebook and realized why I was thinking about you. Give me a call. Bye. 29th of October, 2020. The 217 Recovery Podcast. My name is Corey Winfield, and co-host Marnie Liston is in the house. What's up? Hey, what's up? None. So that's my friend Ed. School with Ed. Like, way back in the day, school mm-hmm. with Ed. And Ed's been a buddy of mine for a really long time. He's one of those friends that you can go five years without seeing, and you, you see him, you hang out, you don't miss a beat. You know, that that's Ed. I mean... When you truly know somebody like that, it's it's nice to have. Mm-hmm. Um, Ed does support me in my recovery, and that voicemail was from the 8th of August, which was the day after I got engaged. <laughs> yeah, congratulations to me. I know, I know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, yeah, lucky lady. I know, I know. She's lucky. Yes. But, no, I feel bad because... I never called Ed back. <laughs> no, it's not funny. Ooh, you Ed. still can now. I know, Ed. Sorry, bro. Um, I'm engaged, man. Uh, it's pretty cool. <laughs> I have been since August. August 8th. Well, only like almost three months ago. Yeah. Not too too bad, Ed. Like I said, you know, I'm going to go five years and when we just talk, we do catch up. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm working on that. You know, there's there's things that you have to just work on in life. You know, nobody's perfect. Right. You know, you just just know your flaws, know your faults, and then just work to improve on that. Absolutely. I always tell people that, you know, I'm, yeah, I'm working on it. Like, you know, you did this or you're doing, yeah, no, man, uh-huh. I'm working on it. Mm-hmm. Then they can't say anything back after that. They're just like, ugh. But... No, and it's crazy that I came across that voicemail today because today my wedding ring was purchased. I know. That's exciting. Mm-hmm, it's very exciting, and it's nice, too. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm, it's just it's just a beautiful day today. It really was. Or I guess I, I could say is. You know, the day's still going on. Um, Christmas song's been stuck in my head all day. So this is Christmas. Probably, be, probably because it was on the, and all of, all the stores are playing Christmas music now. And then we got a Christmas tree today. Uh-huh. Guy. Yeah, and I was like, you do realize there are two more holidays, three. Three. Well, how no, just Halloween, Thanksgiving. <laughs> two before the three, but there's like those, and then there's, Whoa. and then there's New Year's. Like, bam, right after. Yeah. And That's why I always think of it as so many holidays smashed into a very small amount of time. Kwanzaa and Yeah, Kwanzaa no, I'm – exactly. No, there's tons. Yeah, the season is just yeah. tons of tons of holidays for tons of people. It's awesome. But, yeah, we got the Christmas tree. That's pretty cool. It's, it's a little one. It was going to be in the office, but now it's just kind of out in the living room. And it's so spare. It's ugly. It's like Charlie Brown it, Christmas tree. Uh, and they sell those, and that mm-hmm. would have been better probably for us. Today. I know, it's pretty least, sad. Yeah, this one is just pathetic. But I mean, we can add to it. Can we? 
Yeah, we have well, to. We got to take a picture and put that up there. Maybe <laughs> it's that's, really maybe sad. That's where donations can go. <laughs> Christmas tree. Yeah. Ugh. No. Uh, speaking of donations, uh, if you go to our app, which is now live for show, it's in the iTunes store, the App Store. It's also on Google Play, and like Marnie did a blog earlier. And after the blog, bloop, we sent a notification. Mm-hmm. Oh, right on your phone. Oh, new blog. Let me go read it. Yep. And, you know, we get done with this podcast. Bloop. Oh, notification. They're done. At 11.30. Thanks, Corey. Didn't really need that notification that late. But thanks. <laughs> I don't know if we'll publish that to this one, but I don't know. In the morning, I'll, I can set it up to publish in the morning and something. But, um, but, yeah, you know, get the app. And when you go to our website, 217recovery.com, you'll see at the very top there's a banner. And that is for Amazon Smile, which is, you just sign in, you go to smile.amazon.com, or like I said, just click the banner, the link, and it'll take you there. And you just sign in and, you know, choose 217 Recovery as your charity. And for every two bucks you spend, they give us a penny, mm-hmm. which it does add up, really, really does. And Half a um, penny. Yeah, and then we use that money to... Uh, pay for the podcast. You know, it costs money to do this, you know, through the site that we use and, you know, the website costs money, you know, so stuff like that. Plus, if you go to our website too and scroll down a little bit, you'll see a little banner where it's talking about a list. And we did. We put together a little list of just, just a few items right now of what treatment centers need and what's requested the most. It's like socks, um, a watch, and you think, why would a watch? And, yeah. You know, and not not expensive watches. You'll see what they are, but when you go to treatment centers, they might have a clock here, a clock there. Sometimes they let you wear watches. Sometimes they don't. But most of the time they do. But most people nowadays don't wear watches. What time is it? Oh no, look at look at my phone. Mm-hmm. You know, I used to say it all the time, like, why would I buy a watch? I have a phone, but now I, I like watches, so <laughs> I have one. But you know, just stuff like that. Um, deodorant was actually antiperspirant and deodorant, which huge difference. Then it's unisex, mm-hmm. and it's like the smaller ones. But you know, just stuff like that that people need when they go to treatment, and not necessarily everybody has that. Mm-hmm. And it's, I mean, putting on a pair of clean socks for us normal, you know, but and. <laughs> Active addiction, I don't know, you know, especially when it got down to being really, really bad in the end, you know, I was so sick and, um, laundry, yeah, whatever, I'm not going anywhere, it doesn't matter, but just something like that, starting your day, putting on a pair of brand new clean socks, it makes a difference, man. Yeah. You know, it it makes you feel better and, you know, if we can help out like that, um, you know, when we get the donations in and once people go and actually purchase the stuff, you know, we'll take it to treatment centers all around Michigan and drop it off and say, here you go. Yeah, so many people go to rehab with absolutely nothing. They really do. Like their clothes on their back, if that, sometimes. Yeah. You know? You know, so, you know, those are just ways that we can help out. And, you know, another exciting thing, and I don't really want to talk too much about it, but it actually happened when we were at the store getting the ring, getting my, my wedding ring. And, you know, it was really good news. I got an email and I'm like, wow. Like, and normally these emails that I've been getting are just like, bah, bah. and this was a really good one. 
And I was like, wait, I had to do like a double take. And I showed it to you. And I'm like, read this. This is this this is awesome, right? And, and you were pretty excited too. So, um, no, I can't, can't wait to share that news. And hopefully we can do that. I think early December is when I think. Yeah, first week of December. So, blink of an eye. Mm-hmm. Before Christmas. I know, right? <laughs> what perfect timing. I know. I mean, and it's, yeah, it'll be, it'll be cool. It really would be. Um. So we talked about having Jesus on the show tonight. He was busy. <laughs> As <laughs> so usual. He's not going to be on. But we are going to run down our top five scariest movies. Yes. So how do you want to do this? You can start. I'm going to go tit for tat? Yeah, sure. I don't even know what that meant. I meant you, like, you share you do one of yours. You do I didn't really organize mine. Like in order, but I have some like narrative as to why each one is on there. Anyway, we'll get to it. I want you to go first, then you you put some good thoughts. Oh well, I I was just thinking scary movies, you know. But I mean, obviously, um, things that come to mind are things that influenced you, and you know that pop into your brain. You think scary movies. Um, These are for you. This is personal. This is a personal list, right? Well, the first scary movie I ever saw, ever, ever, was. Pet Cemetery. Ooh. And I was in elementary school and it was at a sleepover and one of the girls had stolen it from her brother. Oh no. Her older brother had it on VHS. The kid was creepy. So we actually and their parent we waited till their parents went to bed and because you know, you know, I was supposed to watch scary movies. There was like, I don't know, maybe five or six of us girls and and this you know what i mean so we we had our snacks and all that stuff and watched pets i couldn't i did the whole blanket over the head thing i mean because that's when where the kid comes back right because they yeah they bury the cat and the cat came back yeah they, they're like we'll bury the kid too right because he got hit by the bus or a truck he got hit by a yeah. truck ah uh, a truck yeah mm-hmm. he did and then there's a pet cemetery too which and I actually don't think that I'd watch that movie again because I think it was I felt it was so scary when I first watched it. I don't think I ever watched it again until I watched Pet Cemetery two. I think like two months ago. Yeah, so then that just came out like a year yeah. or so ago. Yeah. So and from what I remember, it wasn't as good as the first one. But then again, I was a child when I watched the first one. So, but I remember being scared. So. It's a pretty good one. Yeah. So you go ahead. Your turn. No, no. You want to just let's finish your list. Oh, okay. Um, and then I was thinking I was on that kind of thing about what I had nightmares about because it wasn't maybe so much that it was a scary movie to me. Like, well, no, I think it was like suspenseful wise, but I had nightmares about Jaws. For. Mm. I think I still probably do. It literally ruined me from the ocean. I've never seen a shark in real, like, swimming while I've been swimming in the ocean. They're out there. I'm, I know they're out there, but I, I, if I, I will not swim in the ocean to where I can't feel my, you know, feel the sand underneath my feet to this day. So, yeah. Bite your leg off. I know. They're worse than bears. I used to have dream. I had dreams that there were sharks in swimming pools, so I wouldn't swim at night in real life when I was a kid. So it, you don't it know kind of, what idiot in the block's going to pull a prank and let a shark in your pool. I kind, 
I kind of, I kind of scarred, kind of scarred me for life on that. For and I know people don't think of like scariest movie you've ever seen, and you're like Jaws, you know. But oh, okay. it, it really, it really got to me. I, do you think there are more bear attacks or more shark attacks? Shark. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. they eat people. Mm-hmm. And bears are kind of like, mm. eh. Okay. But sharks, man, they'll come and take your bottom off. I don't think, I don't want to get in this debate. I don't think sharks really, like, f- they don't do the Jaws thing where they, like, come find you or look do, for you. Actually. I think it's, like, a mistake. Yeah, I don't think so. Your food. Your food. Remember that. It's not like they're like, oh, humans taste better than I wonder, seals. They think you're a seal. I wonder how many times it happens. It probably happens a lot. Especially in third world countries where they don't really report stuff like this. But a lot of people in third world countries, I don't know if you know this, but they like to to swim to get clean. <laughs> so they're naked. So It doesn't matter if you're naked or not. No, but I'm just saying. Like, here's my thing. This is what I'm, I'm getting at. I wonder how many times this happens. But like I said, it goes unreported. Like, say a guy is out there swimming, naked, trying to clean himself. And a shark comes up and just gets him in the... No, I'm sure they would probably mm-hmm. bite his entire body off. Like, what if, half it, what if it like it, it goes and just? I don't that's know. All it gets. How many? I, I how guess, many? T- it happens. No, I, okay. If you, you know think so, crazy things happen every day in this country. In this okay, world, my next movie on the Earth. My next movie, and this is up there for sure. Since I'm going like back to back movies, like in history, I watched. It took me a while to actually finish it. I don't think I actually finished it until I was an adult. But when I started watching, I turned it off. Is um I'm think I'm saying this right Amityville Amityville I mean oh, Jesus what is it Amityville horror horror yeah so I started watching that and I don't think I couldn't finish it when I was a kid so I know it was that scary but when I watched it as an adult I didn't feel it was that scary I think I stopped with like the bleeding wall in the basement type deal hmm. yeah but that one was and then. The next two that I'm going to say is because I feel like there could happen in real life or a version of it, this has happened in real life Life is seven. Mm. Scared me a lot. I mean, I, it was watchable. It wasn't like close my eyes scary, but it was creepy to the fact that all that could be completely like, I'm like, don't stop giving people ideas. That yeah, kind of, so, that yeah. kind of scary. Same with um, Saw. That same kind of scary is like, this really could happen. It probably does. I don't know, but the, that's why it's on my list. Goes, lots of stuff goes unreported. Oh my gosh, stop with that. But no. And then I have some extra ones on here. I really freaked out by The Ring. I, that was a scary movie. Yes, it was. And when I watched it, I thought it was scary. It was Silence of the Lambs. But now I don't feel like it's so scary now. But when I watched it, I, I remember having... Like, hard time falling asleep after watching that movie. Yeah, that's kind of some stuff that really did kind of happen, too. Yeah. See, that stuff is the ones that really gets to me. But I don't think you have to watch a movie to go, you know, I'm going to eat that guy. I'm going to throw him in, like, some acid and and cook his brain and stuff like that. Jeffrey Dahmer. Yeah, I know. Uh Uh-uh. Oh, it's a horrible death in prison. Oh, no. Like, he was beaten and, like, oh. Yeah, it was great. I mean, they should make a horror movie about that. Hmm. He didn't make any sounds. 
Yeah, I was going to say, he probably so weird, he probably didn't care. He just took it. Yeah. And they, like, beat his head into the toilet, mm-hmm. if I remember correctly. I don't know. I'll have it to Google bad. that. It, like, couldn't recognize him. It was pretty... Hmm. All right, so tell me your list. Yeah. All right, so uh, good list. I appreciate Thanks. you adding to it. Mm-hmm. That shows your dedication to the podcast and... Mm-hmm. Helping people determine what scary movies <laughs> are your scariest. All right. So for me, uh, I have some similar to your Jaws in at number three. But in number five, though, is something that is very similar to your Pet cemetery. I remember watching when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. Poltergeist. Right. That, that blonde girl. And then she died, like, young, too, and... I don't think I was allowed to watch that movie when it came out, and I don't. I didn't. And that clown. Oh, yeah. No thanks. Yeah, that was that was a that was a scary one. And then that little lady. I'm talking all little stuff. See, I don't even I don't even remember it. The parts that I did see, I don't remember uh-huh. it. Maybe that's a good thing. Maybe that's why. Yeah. Oh, the kitchen scene with the chairs and stuff. Okay, I should watch it yeah. now. I think. You should. It was scary for me, like I said, as a kid. And then number four, I mean, you mentioned this movie. Maybe it was an honorable mention, but it's it's like the movie, but then it, for me it's the whole series because they, they kind of go right along together. I'm talking about Saw. Mm-hmm. You know, that was like some, whoa. And especially when it first came out, you know, it was like, whoa. I mean, it was it was kind of a big deal. And Saw 2 was sc- almost scarier. Saw 3 and 4 and 5 6 and I don't know if I saw 3 and saw 4. Saw 28. No, I think there's 4. Is there 4? I don't know. I think there's like 7 or 8. Really? Mm-hmm. Hmm. And then they started spinning it off, calling it, um, whatever that dude's name was. We could have a Saw marathon for Halloween. We could. Number 3. It's like your jaws. Mm-hmm. And this will explain a lot. Mm-hmm. And probably kind of explain a little bit about poultry eyes, too. And I've showed you recently, I think, the trailer for it. And it's, it's horrible. It's it's a very old movie. I know. I watched it when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. And I was so freaked out. Time Bandits. We talk about that a lot. Yeah. Yeah. These little people come in. And they kidnap this kid out of his bed, and they're not nice. I think a couple of them are drunks, and they take this kid all over the world, like a time machine or a boat or something. And at the end, there's like this game they have to play or something, and the guy's the big voice, kind of like Wizard of Oz, but he's like, oh, you can't do it. And the kid's just like, I just want to go home, man. I was asleep, you know, and these little guys came and took me. Traumatized. Still haven't seen it. To this day. He said, unless they like digitally remaster it, it's not worth it. Because I saw it on like Amazon Prime or something or look for it and I showed you that trailer and it, the trailer was so like 1982. Hmm. I guess I wouldn't buy it. I wouldn't rent it because it looks horrible. But Time Bandits is number three. Number two. Insidious. Mm-hmm. The whole series. Scary. They got your baby. They got your baby. I think you were asleep at that part. Because hmm. they go in. Oh, that's the scary part, really. 
because especially like, I think I think I saw in the theater maybe, but it was just like boom, like boom, it was there, and you're like, oh my god, because he's going in with somebody else that's in the little darkness world or whatever that they're going through, and he's he's walking, he can't see nothing, and then the guy's like, hey, the guy is right in front of you, he, he he's telling you something, he's like, what, what, and he can't, you know, there's nothing. All of a sudden, they boom, cut to it, and it's like, they got your baby, they got your baby, they got your baby. And I'm like, oh, my God. It was just, whew. But, yeah, that, that movie, it, I love the way they kind of go along, especially the first one, they, the way it ends. And you're paying attention. And like you said the other day, I think, oh, you know there's going to be a second one. Mm-hmm. You know, and then you watch the second one, you're like, you know this, but the whole family doesn't. And you're like, oh, my God, it's not mm-hmm. really, dude. So, I don't know. I really like the way um, Insidious flows. And number one was a pretty creepy one for me as well. The Shining. Yeah, that's, I think, uh, like a historically yeah, scary uh, movie. And I, uh, yeah, it took me a minute because I, I watched that when I was young and it, it took me a minute to even catch up with what the hell is going on here. Mm-hmm. And the twins and the bikes and uh, just kind of, it, it, it captures the whole Ooh, I'm alone. Like, ugh, yeah, kind of creepy feeling. So, that's my list. Honorable mention, it. Yeah. The original when I watched that, that's kind of creepy. Scared of clowns? That's gonna make you not want to watch it. Yeah, to me that poltergeist clown though, because it was just in a chair. It was just like, mm-hmm. <laughs> like, uh, okay. There's some, yeah. So. That is our list. Now, are you interested in Rotten Tomatoes top ten? Sure. All right. And see, I'm gonna. Oh, dang it! I had it up, and then it just like pulled up something else. So we'll go top ten with this one. I said this is Rotten Tomatoes. I don't know. There's some people that swear by Rotten Tomatoes. I don't. So let's see. All right, in at number 10, It. Mm-hmm. Uh, Fear of Clowns, blah, 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 blah. Uh, but they have a picture of the newer one, which I tried watching the one and I couldn't get into it. Number nine, Insidious. Mm-hmm. This is Rotten Tomatoes. Number eight, Sinister. <laughs> Came out in 2012. So if you're looking for something to freak the kids out, maybe look for that one. And at number seven, the original Halloween from 1978. The Ring, and at six. All right. 2002. It's almost 20 years old. 18. Wow. Uh-huh. That's like, wow, you're getting old. <laughs> uh, at number five, the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. And it's loosely based off of Ed Ginn. And I, I remember the story a little bit, and it, it's not as like crazy as the movie, but the dude was seriously like messed up, and some crazy stuff didn't happen. So it's kind of one of those real lifers, sorta. Number four, The Shining, mm-hmm. nineteen eighty. Number three, The Conjuring. Now I've seen that one, but I don't remember. Oh, that's what that is. Okay, so Lorraine Warren and Ed Warren 
Are you familiar with them? No. Well, they're the ones who inspired the Amityville horror movies. And it was supposed to be, you know, based off of stuff that they experienced. And they're like one of the first famous paranormal people. And I think she's a medium and a lot of skepticism there. But who knows? But yeah, that's that's based off of them. Number two, this just came out a couple years ago. We should look for this one. Hereditary. Maybe I did see this. Tony Collette. I don't. I don't think hair. I've seen it. <laughs> that's how I. That's how I describe actresses. Uh, yeah, you know that one chick, short hair. Yeah, and this hair. Um. Same place on our list. Dark family drama about the nature of grief. Yeah, okay, it doesn't really tell me anything. Okay. So and number, number one. Number one. Eh, I don't know about this. Well, The Exorcist. Hmm. By the time I saw that, it was just like, I don't know, the whole head spinning around thing didn't really. I don't think I actually watched that. Yeah, it was kind of, I was like, eh, this is, these effects are kind of like, mm. Maybe maybe back in the day, yeah, it was number one, but that's like a standing as of today still. Yeah, well, this is according to Rotten Tomatoes. Hmm. So, yeah, if you're a big fan of Rotten Tomatoes, there's your top ten list. Well, if you're a big fan of scary movies, go off our list. And <laughs> <laughs> well, ours are more personal, though. That's true. More personal. All right. So, that is that. Now, let's talk about recovery. Finally. Yeah, well, usually we wait to about half hour in. <laughs> <laughs> We're almost there, 26 minutes. So, um, I had a meeting today online. It was like a world meeting with my friend James Deere, who started Break the Chain which is a organization and he is from, and they kept saying the city today and I, I couldn't catch it because they all talk funny. And I told them they talk funny, but he, they, they were saying the city that he's from is so bad, but he actually moved to Australia. And then I guess New Zealand is where he's at now. And I was thinking about that. When I was driving home to get on the meeting, like, what balls that has to take. Like you didn't just move to a different state. You didn't just, you know, like, Hey, I moved, moved back home or I moved down South. Or, hey, it's a new life. You move countries, right? You know, like what, and you didn't know anybody like what balls that has to take to just go. I have such a problem. I need to leave the country. And I'm like, wait, do they extradite from there? <laughs> like, why, why is he there? Just kidding, James. But the meeting was really good. And you know, a lot of people, and I, I just listened Mostly, there were some guys that were very, very early in recovery. And one guy even said, you know, I, I technically, I think I'm still in active addiction because I still use, you know, mm -hmm. every once in a while. And his problem was cocaine. And I guess that city that they're from, you know, in England, wherever it is, it's just bad. Hmm. You know, and everybody's using and stories they were telling. But the guy was... <laughs> 
he was making a point of how he makes a list. And he said that that's helping him. You know, he's like, he makes a list to do list every day. And he, he said, he, he write, writes on there, you know, don't be a dick. And I was like, mm, okay. But, you know, I kind of brought up at the end. I was like, man, like, and I don't know if Shakespeare meant this, like, to be or not to be, you know, like, well, do you want to be or do you want not to be, you know, like, do you, would you rather, well, I don't want to be a dick or would you rather, I want to be great, you know, which mind frame or mindset are you going to go with? Mm-hmm. You know, I think the more productive is I'm going to do something great today, mm-hmm. you know, instead of like trying not to be something, you know, like, how about you just be great today? Yeah. You know, or, or change it up a little bit. And it took me a while to kind of flip the script on that too, because I used to say the same stuff like, oh, I'm just going to try not to be an a-hole or whatever. And well, how about you just be great, you know, or, um, and, and great is different in everybody's mind, but I mean, just get through the day without drinking, you know, without having a pity party for yourself. And if you're in a bad situation, well, what can you do about it? And there was Lydia on there and she was talking about how she used to smoke. She quit smoking. Now she vapes and she says it's ruining her life. I was like, well, this is interesting as <laughs> I'm vaping away, you know, she says so she wakes up every morning has her cup of coffee and spends two hours vaping. Hmm. Which I had to address her when I did speak at the end. I was like, I don't know what you're doing. <laughs> I was like, but you you put down the vape and you're going to replace that with something else, you know? And I don't think it's the... I was like, first of all, I've never heard of anybody just vaping for two hours, just sitting there drinking coffee, vaping mm-hmm. for two hours. I was like, maybe it's the chair's fault for being comfortable. I was like, maybe it's the coffee's fault. I was like, I don't know, you know, but if you're going to vape, you might as well do it well, you know, <laughs> be good at it. You know, don't beat yourself up over it. You know, it's not vaping's fault that you're sitting there for two hours. You know, it's, there's something else going on. If you don't like it, change it. Mm-hmm. You can walk around, you can vacuum your house while you vape. You know, like there's a lot of things that you can do. I don't know. It was just it was just mind blowing to me for a minute, and I had to chuckle a bit and go, "Okay, Corey, let's just let's just no, let's move on." Oh, I think I was. I mean, I'm thinking about what you're saying, and that it kind of crosses my mind that anytime there's any sort of like motivational um, books, or you know, if you've ever listened to any kind of motivational you know podcasts or speakers. It is very productive oriented. It's, it's, I'm going to do this today. I'm going to, it's not ever, I'm not going to do this today or I'm going to try not to. It's always kind of a forward looking framework like you were speaking of. And I think it's psychologically proven too. And this is just a tidbit of info, a little FF, little fun fact is that if you, if you are trying to, Remember to do something you need to tell yourself or to remind somebody else to remember something you're supposed to say, remember to bring the notebook from the desk instead of don't forget the notebook from the desk, because for whatever reason, it's been proved they've done tests and things, I guess, or gotten some sort of information from that's written down that 
people are more likely to recall stuff like that when it's a reminder, it's in a positive way opposed to using the word forget. Yeah, because if you ever left the house, I, I do this all the time, and I'm like... So when you're saying the word asshole out there or dick or whatever, don't be this, you know, if you're, if you're saying don't be this, then oh, and you're yeah. saying that word, then that's the word in your head. Right. Not like great person, your mind circulating around great person, be a great person. But if you ever left the house and you're like, what am I forgetting? Well, how are you supposed to remember? You well, forgot. Mm-hmm. You know, like, obviously you forgot. And I do that at the store all the time. I'm like, damn, like, I know I'm forgetting something. Because I'll go to the store for one thing, come out with 20, and then I'll be like, <laughs> oh, I forgot the thing I went there for. Yeah. But, you know, I'll start trying to do that, you know, like, oh, I, that's right. I was going to remember to bring mm-hmm. this. Remember to bring the. Instead of. Fill in blank, yep. Boom, hit the steps and be like, what am I forgetting to do? Mm-hmm. I don't know, because you forgot, man. Like, <laughs> good luck. <laughs> Your mind's already 25 different places than before when you were like, oh, I told myself not to forget that. And, yeah. So try to say, what was I supposed to remember? And see I'll what happens. It's a good piece of advice. Mm-hmm. I like it. But the meeting, though, it was, it was cool. Um, like I said, they all talk funny, and I told them that. <laughs> James, they say the same thing to you though no they, they really talk funny I told him I was like you know like you gotta say three it like it's free yeah but and that's I, what they say that's normal to them free. why are you saying that they're it's weird English. you're it's weird it's the same language it's their accent we, we speak a no that's we the ac- speak a English that's their accent that's how they say it if we went over there you're the you're the minority of one without the accent it means you have an accent, not them. Well, why do they sing in English then? In American, they they still have an accent. Uh-uh. Yes, they do. No. Yes, they do. No, they don't. Okay, well, let's agree to disagree. <laughs> you ever hear George Michael sing? I will be your father figure. Rest in peace. Put your <laughs> tiny hand in mine. Okay. Well, I'm just saying in general. And then you hear him talk. Well, he doesn't talk now because he's rest in peace. Not with us anymore on this earth. But I don't know. So yeah, they talk funny, and you know, I had to tell them it's See. three, three. I don't think I'm gonna. I mean, if I get invited next Thursday, I'll be, I'll be happy. <laughs> you think you're not gonna be? I don't know. I mean, I mean, yeah. Uh, yeah, we'll we'll, we'll let you know, people, if mm-hmm. he does or not. Hey, and they said too um, to invite other people. It's not an AA meeting. It's not an NA meeting. It's just dudes talking about recovery mm-hmm. and what's going on in their life. So it's pretty cool. That's good. You know, so if you're down for that, you know, hit me up. Uh, send me an email. Hit me up on Facebook, whatever, and I'll give you the. The meeting time, it was 4 o'clock today, but it could be at 3 o'clock. I don't really know. He told me it was at, because it's at 8 p.m. England time. And that made me think 3, and I think last week it was at 3, and the week before it was at 3, which I wasn't able to make. But then today, I'm like, all right, 3, and then he hit me up and was like, hey, man, you know, in an hour, I'm like, all right, cool. And then he hit me up again and was like, no, no, oops. I meant like hour and 25 minutes. I'm like, well, that's, that's, I don't know. 
anyway, if you're interested, hit me up. I'll send you the link, and you can get in and, and chat with some people and tell them they talk funny. <laughs> hey, speaking of time, mm-hmm. I heard that we need to remember it's daylight savings. Yeah. So. Get an hour extra sleep. Falling back. So remember to change your clocks. I used to hate that. Like, well, when I lived in Michigan, because when I lived in Michigan before, we had to wait till noon to buy beer. Oh, geez. Yeah. You're making the connection. And then Texas, same thing. You had to wait till noon. But football started at noon. Hmm. In Texas, because it's our mind. Mm-hmm. It's Central Time, which I think is a great time zone, by the way. So, yeah, it used to, it used to make me mad. Like, damn it, I gotta wait. And then Arkansas, they don't sell beer on, they don't sell any liquor on Sunday, so you had to do the whole stock up thing, which I, I don't understand them states that do that. Oh, we're in the Bible Belt because it's Jesus' day. Well, I'm still drinking, but I just bought it the day before. Like, is that just a way for like stores to like not be open, like liquor stores and stuff? To be like, hey, get a free day off here, man. I don't know. I don't know what the reasoning behind that is. Because to me, it just doesn't make sense. I guess it's a deterrent of some sort. Hmm. Well, in Arkansas is weird anyway. When I lived there, because Fort Smith, where I lived, is in Sebastian County, which is a dry county. But you can still buy liquor and drink in Fort Smith. Hmm. It's, it's grandfathered in. Oh, okay. Okay. Remember that movie True Grit? Yeah. With, uh, what's his face? Bo Bridges or whatever his name is. I don't really remember it oh. that well. <laughs> it's not that old. That's what I'm saying. I didn't really. But anyway, it's like Old West Town and um, the Hanging Judge was in Fort Smith. Mm-hmm. Like if you did some, they'd just hang you. Mm-hmm. I didn't care. And it was like, um, called it Hell on the Border. It's on the border of Oklahoma. Yeah. Well, I mean, dry counties, uh, yeah, I know in uh, Kentucky, there's dry counties, lots of dry counties, like back to back. So there's, you can drive hours and there's no, like, no bars or, you know, can't buy or sell alcohol, period. You can drink it there, though. It's not illegal to drink it. You just can't buy it. You can't buy it or sell it, and there's no place. I mean, there's no gatherings even that you can bring it into, I don't think. Hmm. But, I mean, no, I, that's. Weird. I'm sure that I wonder what I wonder what the numbers are there. I'd be curious to know. You know? I wonder if they have AA meetings there. Where? In, like, uh, in Kentucky, in dry counties. Yeah, they have they have a nice little rehab, which I didn't go to in Arkansas. Mm-hmm. Well, not all of Arkansas is dry. In Fort Smith, uh, most of it. Hmm. That's why I said, like in Fort Smith, you can drink, even though it's in a dry county. And dry, it, I don't know. It's just one of those things where you just I think people are like, you know, how much money we're we gonna lose, right? You know how much money we are going to lose. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, well, you know, we'll make an exception here. I'll just turn the cheek, you know. Mm. Just don't sell it on Sunday. <laughs> okay. Right. That doesn't make sense to me. Yeah. 
is what it is, man. Mm-hmm. Glad to be back in Michigan. And I, you know, I met some cool people in Arkansas, you know, and there's some that listen to the podcast, but it's just, it was just different. Yeah. For sure. You know, different way of living, living. Mm-hmm. So that's what I got today. How do you got something? No, my day was good. I finished. Well, I had had my my blog had been done for a while. I was just kind of sitting on it, but posted that and uh, yeah, made my list of scary movies and kind of just enjoyed my day. Went got our, got the wedding ring today. Yeah. So that's exciting. A bunch of man a ring. Uh huh. Um, so nice too. Can't wait. Went to Ulta, got myself some, some smell goods. Some smell goods. <laughs> yeah, I love that store. It's very addicting. The store itself. I know. I mean, it's like hard to get out of. You're just like next you see one, and you and I'm not even really a frilly, foofy kind of you know shop like that. But I don't know. It's fun. It's fun store. And see, that's the kind of stuff I like to do. Now, I mean, I can't even tell you if I would have, I would have been like, oh God, that place would have given me a headache even before I walked in. I'd be knocking stuff over probably. I don't even know, but no, it's, it's exciting. Like simple stuff like that was fun. So it was a really good day. Yeah. And to go to a place and, you know, you like to smell good. Mm-hmm. I like to smell good. You know, it, it, it makes you feel good when people go, oh, you smell good. You know, and you're like, oh, thanks. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's kind of a extension of our personality because we all like different smells. And I think you're kind of like me. You want to wear something that you like. <laughs> yeah. You know, like you can tell me, oh, I like this one. And I'm like, oh, my God, it smells like cat pee. You know, you said that one of them. Like, what <laughs> yeah, I was like, like, no. It's like cat pee. And I'm like, okay, I guess I like cat pee. <laughs> but, <laughs> but no, it's like to go out and to spend, you know, and of course the girls at the counter will tell you. But don't buy that one because for twenty more dollars, you know, you can get twice as much. And like, but that's one hundred and thirty dollars <laughs> in that one. Mm-hmm. You know, okay, but you know, to to drop that kind of money on stuff that makes you feel good, you know, it, it's still kind of hard for us sometimes a little bit. But man, to think back in our active addiction, we would drop that on liquor in a heartbeat. Oh yeah, you know that was set aside already. Like that money was. Phew, you know, already spent. Yeah. You know, I got my paycheck. It was a grand. I'm like, okay, well, there's two hundred dollars gone. I got eight hundred bucks. Mm-hmm. You know, house payments due at six forty, and you know, I got half of my half of my liquor. You know, and the rest I can just kind of piece it together until next paycheck. But yeah, I mean, so and, and for those of you too, like that have just started. I mean, that are early in recovery. Like I noticed this right off the bat is. Like, I, I can actually, if I work and I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing, you know, and it doesn't cost anything to to live in sobriety. I mean, to, you know, to actually be sober. But right. if you're living and you're doing the next right thing and you're going to work and you're coming back, it's you actually, I'm like, wow, I am saving money, you know, for things that I need and for things that I want. And it was, you know, I, I didn't think twice about a $80 bar tab. Now... You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Everything is important. And, the, and you work hard for, you know, your money. And I'm proud of, you know, everything, just like everyone should be. It's a whole different mentality. It's awesome. Mm-hmm. And so, and you guys know what I'm talking about that are listening. 
So good for us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's just amazing. And to even think back to, to how we would spend our money and I don't even want to call it spending and wasting. Yeah. Not planning and just, just I don't know. I'm glad that I, I'm glad that everything happened to me when it did and that I'm on this side of addiction now, mm-hmm. you know, in recovery. And I said it before, you know, I just wish everybody could experience it. And it's different for everybody. I talked to a guy, well, I, I was texting with him today and he asked if he could reach out to me a few times a week. And I said, sure, I'll be happy. You know, if we want to reach out a few times a week and just check in, you know, I told him just don't, don't BS me. Mm-hmm. You know, there's no need to be asked me, you know, if you want to talk and, you know, I'm not going to ask you every day, Hey, do you use, you know, what's going on, man? You know, like what's on your mind? You know, what, what's, what's in your head right now? Like you can get it out, you know, and I'm not going to judge you. I don't have time for that. I really don't. I have too many problems of my own right? and I have things I have to worry about, but you know, if, if it helps somebody just by calling and, you know, Hey man, sure. You know, will I answer every time? I don't know. You know, I mean, if I see it, a lot of times my phone's on silent. Yeah, he doesn't answer my phone calls, so don't feel sad. (laughs) And then sometimes I'm busy doing stuff and, you know, but hey, man, you know, reach out, you know. And then uh, I'm trying something with my friend Jamie who came on the podcast and asked me to be a sponsor. And Jamie's confused how that works and thinks I should call him every day and check on him you know he jamie's got well, jamie's got some work to do with just being aware of the situation and of himself and i think he's just at that point where he's lost he's confused he's not sure what to do he's not sure what he wants he's not sure if he can do it I think a lot of people feel that way. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of people that struggle kind of f- are waiting for this magical hand to, you know, draw them out of the depths. And, and they're talking about a human being that they think is going to fix them. They think that they're going to intervene into their world <sighs> and scoop them up and, you know, dust them off and keep their head above water. And, you know, I would like to say that it works that way, but it doesn't. And even if you were involved in that situation and there was somebody that was kind of catering to your, I wanted to say this, it sounds mean when I'm saying it, but like your neediness and, and is actually yeah. complying with this codependence, codependency issue, like you're saving them, it will, it's short, it's going to be short lived. Mm-hmm. It's going to, you know what I mean? Because that person can't take on the responsibility of another human being. It's impossible. And especially another person's sobriety. We're not talking about a little baby that can't do anything for themselves. We're talking about a grown human being who, you know, has an issue. And that and the whole thing comes back around to you need to change for yourself. Mm-hmm. And that's the only way it's going to that you're actually going to believe in it and actually going to follow through with it and do anything about it and stick to it. You know, otherwise, who are you trying to fool? You know? It doesn't, it does, it's not going to get you anywhere. And I'm not trying to be negative. I'm trying to kind of just make it kind of out, put it out there is that, you know, for all those people that are, are feeling like that, that feeling like they need somebody to, you know, 
yeah, you need to reach out to your, to people to help, you know, to help you. But you also, there's other avenues that you need to do to cover your bases. You know, sponsors aren't going to keep you sober. Mm-hmm. Recovery coaches aren't going to keep you sober. Rehabs aren't going to keep you sober. You know, it's, it's a matter of if you want to compile all those different things and pieces of those things to create a world for yourself. But at the end of the day, you're the one that needs to just not pick up. And how are you going to do that? Pray, you know, talk to people, ask for help, not just from one person. Just be involved in your own recovery. Yeah. You know, find, you know, I don't, I don't know what people's purpose. Everybody has a different purpose. And, you know, people, we want to feel important. We want to feel like we have a purpose. We want to feel like we matter. And I don't know what it it takes. It's something different for everybody. Mm-hmm. But have a heart to heart with yourself. Go for a drive and just say, what, what do I want? And make a list, things you want. How are you going to get there? Okay. What, what makes you feel good? What What do you put above using? Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, that's, that's kind of the stuff that helped me, but Jamie, I, so the other day I was thinking about it and I thought, you know, I want him to text me every morning. I want that to be the first thing that on his mind is his sober date. I want him to text me every morning and tell me the last time or his first day clean. And he's like, all right, man, you know, and it was the 28th or no, no, 23rd. I yeah, know today's 29th. <laughs> so it was, it was the 23rd of October. I'm like, all right, cool. That's all I need. I mean, you don't need to go into a conversation with me. Just boom. I he did it one day and then I didn't get nothing. <laughs> I'm like, bro, hmm. I don't know. I, I thought that might be something that would kind of motivate him starting the day, already thinking about that was my first day sober, you know, and, I wasn't going to make him do it forever, but I mean, just if he really st- still wanted me to help him out a little bit, I thought, well, we'll try this. And maybe that was the wrong approach. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But, you know, he's he's good at those excuses. Oh, wow. You know, I, I worked and like he's because he's the only person on this earth who's ever worked a job <laughs> for over eight hours. Well, you know, everyone needs to find their way. Yeah. And, and I, 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 I was I was in his shoes before, too. Mm hmm. I mean, he's, like I said, you know, and there's nothing against saying that someone's got some work to do and, you know, a little ways to go, you know, that's good. You know, that's, that's good because if he was just in some, some people can, you know, get it the first time, you know, it's pretty rare, but some people can, but you know, it takes what it takes. And as long as you're learning along the way, you know, pick yourself back up and let's go. You know, and don't beat yourself up. Easier said than done. But, you know, it it just, it starts again. Absolutely. Just don't quit quitting. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, anyway. Shout out to Jamie. What's up? <laughs> you should be listening. <sighs> no. Um, shout out to Cam. To... Can't forget Justin. Mm-hmm. Justin's a P one now. All right. And uh everybody else on the 
south side of Michigan. Yep. There you go. That covers that. And Randall, if he's listening. Mm-hmm. Doing big things, my man. Nice. Oh, I'm just nodding my head. Oh, yeah, I'm just nodding my head. Like, you, oh. do you have anybody you're going to shout oh, out no, to? Oh, no. I mean, shout out to Carrie. Um, she's been keeping up and commenting on, on some stuff that we've been talking about. Uh, Luke, he's a listener. Jody. Um, Kelly. Shannon. She's still listening in North Carolina. Oh, you talked to her recently? Mm-hmm. Yeah, nice. she's doing good. Uh, Stephanie and uh, Jen. It's a new listener. Hmm. And, yeah. Everybody else who's tuning in. Oh, and Ross. Yep. He's repping us. Yes. Uh, he posted a picture. He's going to an AA meeting. He had his 217 recovery hat on. Sweet. It's like, cool hat, bro. Yeah, he <laughs> sent me a picture of him and his or his dog. And he's a guy that he's been up and down, man. Like, I think he's, well, he's clearly, he's on the right path to something. Um, And hopefully he's put it all together. And, you know, we can just ask that, hey, let's make it through the day. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I'm I'm proud of him. Absolutely. No, I mean, I've I've known him for a, a little little bit amount of time um and he's only you know shown me one foot in front of the other and you know he's pretty he's pretty straight up and hell-bent about i'm gonna do this so more power to him you know and i don't know i don't think maybe it started off as one of those i can't i you know i have to a lot of people start off that way i know i did you know it was kind of like that's what i need to do to get through this mess where do i even start and that was just for me personally, but a lot of people might have to start out that way. But, you know, he started getting involved and especially these days with the COVID stuff and finding meetings, you know, it, it's kind of, it's hard. It's not as easy as it was, you know, especially if you're not a big fan of Zoom, um, you know, getting to meetings and getting into the, involved in the community. Cause that's one big thing is being around other people that aren't drinking and drugging. Mm-hmm. That's huge. And that's a, that big piece of when COVID hit that messed a lot of people up, especially people new in the program. Cause where do you go to meet people? There's nowhere to go, you know? And you, what are you supposed to do? Get to, how do you get to know people over zoom that to really interact with them, you know, elsewhere? Anyway, he did a good job jumping through those hoops and finding places to go meetings and stuff. And, um, yeah, he's, as far as I know, everything's doing well with him and yeah, so he's happy and hitting meetings and doing the thing. So congratulations, Ross. Yeah. I had a conversation at one point and I was like, Ross, this is going to be one of two things, man. Either you're going to go back to using or you're not. Mm -hmm. And he's like, yeah, I know, I know, I know. And... uh, I was kind of unsure, you know, I mean, he's, I think he, he wanted to, at that point, move forward with recovery, but I think he was still not really sure maybe. And, but I think he kind of came to terms with it to, with himself, you know, and the kind of relationship he wants in life with other people and the people that he loves is just, I can't be 
that guy who's yeah. drinking. I think he might have finally put that. I agree with you. Drink again. I agree with you because I actually had a conversation, you know, a whole conversation about this, and almost there was anger that came out. You know, when you talk to somebody who's who's reflecting on how things were, and they become angry, like at the drug, at alcohol, at where things were, because and you didn't mean to go there, but then all of a sudden they're like, "Yeah, f this, na na na, I don't need that, you know, anymore," and they're not angry at you. They're just, you know, making it clear out loud to themselves again. You know, I don't, I don't need that anymore. Like, I don't, I don't want that, you know, crap anymore in my life. And good for them. I mean, get pumped up. That's fine. You know, don't live in that moment because it's not good to live angry. But sometimes you need that kind of little boost, you know, back into the the, you know, what what was to to realize and recognize and be grateful for what for what is. And, you know, he's at that point right now, so. Yeah, when you realize what you do want in life and that drinking or using drugs isn't going to get you there. And, you know, you become our age and you're just like, the hell did I do in my 30s? You know, like, Jesus, it's horrible. Mm -hmm. You know, it's horrible that I wasted all that. But nothing I can do about it except what we can do today to make my 40s rock. So much truth to that, yes. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it, it takes that and, you know, to see it in people and, and to see them change. And, and sometimes I'd be like, mm, I don't know about that, dude, you know, and, and then to see other people, you know, come through and they, they pull through and they change and, and you see them get it and you see the whole process of it. It's, it's so beautiful. It really is. You know, and some people and family members would be like, Corey, what, this is horrible. Like, this is such a beat down and this is the eighth time he's relapsed and you, just hold on, you know, he's. He's relapsed. So that means he's starting again, right? To do this recovery life, then pat him on the back. Mm-hmm. You know, don't, I mean, don't encourage him. Hey, if you want to drink every other Friday, that's cool. You know, because that's not going to work. So it'll be Friday and then Saturday and Sunday and Monday and Tuesday. When, you know, it'll, right back. You mm-hmm. know, there is no way that we can drink like normal people. It's just, it's just not going to happen. Right. So... Anyway, anywho, we'll keep this baby under an hour. So there's our shout outs of the week. You got our scary movies. Get the app. Mm -hmm. I mentioned that earlier in the podcast. We're on the iTunes store, the app store, also on Google Play. Mm -hmm. And we post notifications to you to let you know, hey, go look at some stuff. That's right. And then look at our website too, 217recovery.com. It's a pretty good website. Pretty good little website. Mm Mm-hmm. And look for that Amazon. Like I said, there's a banner at the top if you want to just set your stuff to that. And then everything you buy, like I said, don't, doesn't cost you a dime, you know, but it'll help us and help us help people in early recovery. And then there's the items that we would like to take to treatment centers that if you could help us out with that, that'd be super as well. Yep. And awesome. if you just want to donate a million dollars, you can do that. You can write off 50% of your adjusted gross income because we are a 501c3 nonprofit, which is recognized by the IRS or some people say IRS so we're good to go there we'll give you our number our EIN number and you'll be good to go write that baby off million bucks hey the first person to donate a million dollars I'll give you an autograph picture of my cat <laughs> and me <laughs> And a hat. 
Wow. In a sweatshirt. There you go. Mm. Only to the first person who donates it, though. Okay. If you're the second person dropping in the middle, yeah. Right. Maybe just a hat. <laughs> Definitely not an autographed picture of my cat. Just saying. Just throwing it out there. Anyway, thanks for listening. Share it with your friends. Like us if you do listen on iHeartRadio. If you listen on Apple Podcasts, make sure to subscribe. And that way when we do post new stuff, then you'll get notified through them as well. So thanks again. Appreciate it. And we'll talk to you on Halloween. (laughs) (laughs) Night, everybody. See ya.